This is Job Trends with Karen and Friends. I'm Karen Triplett, Recruitment Advertising Manager at The Pilot in Southern Pines, North Carolina, and I'm your host. I'm going to be talking about the changes that North Carolina businesses have been experiencing in the hiring market since COVID. In these episodes, we'll examine tools and analyze data and help you create strategic opportunities for your business and future employees. On this episode, I have Linda Parsons, who is CEO and President of the Moore County Chamber of Commerce here today to discuss the workforce development in Moore County. Um, And in 2021, last year, uh, we put together a task force to address the workforce development needs throughout Moore County. That we did. And so she's going to talk a little bit about... Uh, you know, child care needs and the CTE throughout Moore County schools and housing and, and a few different things. And we're just going to have a little open discussion here. So, Linda, whatever you'd like to start with, feel free. The well, floor is yours. Thank you, Karen. I appreciate being here and being able to share the workforce development journey that Moore County Chamber has been on over the last couple of years, as well as many of our large and smaller employers. Our board of directors um, had a vision in 2021 that that really ensured that our community was keeping a pulse on workforce development issues. And we've been partnering with Sandhills Community College, Moore County Schools, and Partners in Progress Economic Development to ensure that our issues are being addressed. And And I think, you know, Moore County isn't immune to any of these issues that we're seeing across the country. Um, every community is tackling different pieces of the work development puzzle. Um, so we've got lots of irons in the fire, and we also have a lot of success stories. Um, you mentioned CTE. So CTE, for those that don't know, is career technical education. And so students that are in school at Moore County Schools are exploring jobs. And business owners have the opportunity to get ahead and showcase their Um, employment opportunities to our students in Moore County. They can go in as young as kindergarten classes and talk about, you know, what is it like to be a police officer? What is it like to be a fireman? What is it like to be a nurse or a doctor? All the way up to the high school level. But I'd say the most critical years are in middle school. Middle school students are exploring their career paths, and so being able to showcase to those students the job opportunities we have in Moore County. Um, A lot of people don't realize a lot of products that are made in Moore County, such as electrical rods, um, custom-made hardware for doors. We have furniture made in our community and a lot of other products. And so those students that maybe wish to have a career path that's more in a trade, yeah. Um, they can be introduced to those different um, opportunities that are in our community. Maybe they want to go into welding or electrical or um, HVAC because they like to work with their hands. Um, that might be opportunities that they never had. So we're trying to pair those businesses with those students. Excellent. I mean, not every kid goes to college. Nope. Nope. And that's okay. That's absolutely okay because a lot of them are still needed in the trade, the skills. Um, field. So, 
And I think what it also does is those that elect to go to college also can see career paths within these companies. Sure. Maybe they want to go into HR. Maybe they want to become a manager over a group of people. And this provides them that opportunity to see what we have in Moore County. So throughout the month of October, we actually featured our manufacturers. We selected a handful of the 58 manufacturers in Moore County and did a Made in Moore series and showcased what types of things are made and um, have also had the opportunity to visit some of those employers. But it allowed anybody on social media to get exposed to what's made in our backyard. That's great. Love to hear that. Uh, What other committees have you guys put together? Housing? Is housing another task force? Housing will be one that we'll probably start focusing on in 2023. It's been brought up on multiple occasions in our task force meetings, and it was addressed in the Moore County Employer Survey as one of the needs of our community. How are we addressing workforce housing needs? Um, But probably the most uh, active committee currently is our child care task force. Uh, yes. So our child care task force has been meeting since February, and they have been talking about the challenges of finding child care in Moore County. Mm-hmm. And if you have done that lately, you're going to find a very long waiting list. And so building more child care centers isn't necessarily going to immediately solve the problem because you need the teachers in the classrooms. You need the staff. You need the staff. Right. So we're working with both Moore County Schools and Sand Hills Community College to create that p- future pipeline. It does not serve that immediate need, mm-hmm. but we're trying to find that pipeline where our employers can find qualified employees mm-hmm. to fill those classrooms. And we're also working with the state on some legislative changes that might allow you to test out of some of the requirements, which has not been the previous um, method. So you used to have to take a specific course. You had to be certified in that course, and that got you in the door. And the state legislature has just recently um enacted the ability to do some testing out. So they will have to develop that test, so that'll take some time. But that will hopefully, you know, maybe you're a military spouse that's moved here and you had credentialing from another community, but you're, you didn't realize you had to take that class. So hopefully that would allow that particular spouse to maybe exempt out by taking the test. Yeah. Um, the other thing I think we, we did with that class or that task force is we brought the providers together. We listen to them. What are your challenges? What is keeping you up at night, shall we say? Yeah. And some of the things that we're hearing is, you know, they never shut their doors during COVID. They were essential. They were essential so that others could continue to go to work. Mm. And they're tired. I bet. And um, making sure that the provider's mental health is being kept in check. So Mm -hmm. we're pairing them with some um, resources in the community and also making sure they recognize that their employees need to you know, maybe have an extra day off or what can we do to celebrate them? So in April of 2023, which is um, a month that we're going to be dedicating to highlighting our providers okay. and making sure that they're getting recognized in, for the critical piece that they do, because the most critical years are from zero to three in a development. Mm -hmm. And we know that through lots of different research. So if we can continue to cultivate their development from zero to three, then when they leave that care and move on to pre-K and kindergarten and and further their development with school, we've 
we're helping develop that future employee. So if you think about a child today who is one, um, mm-hmm. they will be 18 in 2040. They are a future employee. Yeah. So the more we can teach them their ABCs and their please and thank yous and show them jobs and careers that they see their parents and family friends doing, the more likely you're going to capture them when they're 18, 19, and 20 for a future job. So we are always thinking forward, not necessarily just today. Mm -hmm. That's important. But how can we cultivate the cradle to career mindset? My goodness. Think about my my boss, Jenny, who has a baby that's just going to be one. She needs to start thinking about (laughs) preparing him. For the workforce in 18 years. Exactly. And if you think about it, so he's one. Yeah. So when he gets to kindergarten, he's going to be first exposed to some of those professions that we have. You know, the most, the ones that kids most can identify with, like the firemen and the policemen and a teacher and a nurse. So in just a few years, that individual is going to be exposed to that and continue to be exposed in, in more county schools or the private schools we have in our community to career opportunities. So it truly is a cradle-to-career concept. When you read a, a board book to an infant about being a fireman or being mm-hmm. a teacher, you're already introducing them to opportunities. If you're it's talking to them about being an engineer, you know, we need engineers. We need scientists. We need um, people who want to be a welder. And you can, you can introduce that yeah. as young as six months old. You don't even realize you're doing it, most likely, precisely in that, in that sense, but and, you are. And you are cultivating the workforce development issues mm-hmm. in your own home, and you don't realize it. That's awesome. I like that. All right, let's move on to talk about uh, mobility and uh, transportation. That's another one of the task force groups that you talk about. So when our group was meeting... One of the things that was identified by several of the employers is getting people to and from. We know that a lot of our employees do not live in Moore County, and they're coming into the county. Mm -hmm. And then we have people that are spread throughout the county that are coming into jobs. So sometimes they may have become a one-car family. They may not have two vehicles to get to and from work. And so they're navigating or planning particularly in today's day and age with the higher rate of gas and with inflation the way it is, I think families are having to become a little more creative. So some of the things we've encouraged is a grassroots approach. You know, who at your work lives near you where you could park your cars together and trade off who's driving and kind of do a grassroots approach rideshare program. So let's say you live in the Robbins area or Carthage area, and maybe you work at one of the local medical facilities Mm -hmm. and you guys have the same shift. You could reduce expenses by tagging up together and driving as a team. And then the next week, the other person drives. It's going to help your car. It's going to help save on gas. It's going to reduce the number of cars on the road, um, the less cars at the traffic circle. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, I, I, we helped a particular gentleman earlier in the year with um, obtaining a bicycle. He oh, nice. needed a bicycle to get to work. So um, we 
worked with that. So it's it isn't always necessarily you know ride sharing or we need more roads or we need more cars. Thinking outside the box, making walkable communities where you can walk to work, where mm-hmm. you can drive your bicycle to work, mm-hmm. where you know it's it's. It's looking at our community in ways that we've never thought about when it comes to mobility. And then there are a couple employers that have thought outside the box and they may pick up some employees at the border of our county and then take them into work mm-hmm. and then take them back to the border and they pick up their their means of transportation or are picked up and then go on to their homes wherever they live. So it's Great. it's a multifaceted approach that I think over the years is going to continue to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you add electric vehicles into play, navigating where the charging stations are. And we know we have some in Southern Pines and some of our local employers have also installed them. But how can that play into the mobility as well mm-hmm. as we continue to grow? Because we know that if you're driving in from a distance, you may need to have a longer charge on your vehicle than if you're just driving around town. Right, right. Makes sense. Okay, what else? Um, did you want to talk about housing? Sure. At all? Sure. All right. It kind of goes tag team with the transportation. Yeah, true. You know, there are those that live in the community and those that don't. Those that are driving in and, and those that um, they rent, they want to buy a home. So I think exploring workforce housing in Moore County is going to be something that is on the table. And everybody's going to define that a little bit differently. But making sure that our our employers have employees that that have resources in nearby that they can call this place home as well. And I think as we see the growth and development north of Moore County, so where the uh, manufacturing plants that have been announced just north of Sanford, so we have VinFast and a few others, how is that going to impact um, commuting, housing? Mm-hmm. Um, it. it I do believe it will. Um, so how will that possibly pull employees away from Moore County and or how will it impact the cost of housing here in Moore County? And all of that hits on how our employers will be able to find future employees. Yeah. Makes sense. So what's next for workforce development? I think there's a couple different things. Um, the chamber... The Moore County Chamber is currently sitting on a statewide initiative with the North Carolina Chamber um, as it addresses child care from a legislative standpoint. So I am sitting on that pa- uh, committee currently. Mm-hmm. We um, recognize that sometimes employers may not know where to go. You know, Maybe they need some additional training for their employees, mm-hmm. and they can get that at Sandhills Community College, but they may not know who that point of contact is. They go to the website. Maybe they're exploring the website and they don't really know where to go. So mm-hmm. we're probably going to have a collective effort between the four partners, Partners in Progress, Chamber of Commerce, Moore County Schools, and Sandhills Community College to create web workforce development portals where people have easy access to um, the resources that they need. Is it the people? Is it a program? Is it a website where they can post a job or are seeking more information on apprenticeships? So try to create centralized portals for people, as well as creating a um, 
maybe a quarterly newsletter that goes out to interested parties on workforce development issues. You know, at the chamber, we get information Mm -hmm. all the time on various studies and programs, um, articles that, you know, sometimes it's just kind of nice if someone's already done the homework for you and you can disseminate that information to HR directors or managers as they navigate, whether it's multi-generational workplaces, maybe it's a change in um, legal uh, issues that they might need to know about as they are working in their employer with their employees. So if we can create that uh, email portal for them, Mm -hmm. that makes it a little bit easier. Absolutely. So we'll probably be working on that in 2023. Housing is on the table, you know, talking and just talking, getting getting the information out there to the business community and getting ambassadors to really talk about these issues and come up with creative solutions, thinking outside the box. What may have worked before is probably not going to work anymore. So, you know, how you recruit is differently, different today, how you work with your employees today. So we'll probably also provide some additional training resources in the future. Um, We are in discussion with a high-level career speaker to possibly bring in in 2023 to help our business community navigate everything from burnout to a five-generational workforce. Nice. Very good. We're keeping our... We're keeping busy on the issue of workforce. <laughs> well, you guys do a fantastic job there at the chamber. So Thank we you. are most grateful for everything that you do for our community. We appreciate that. And, we, you know, it's, it's, it's important to look at workforce development um, from both a large employer standpoint as well as our smaller employers. We are very fortunate in Moore County to have so many small business owners, and we need to make sure that they're being supported as well. So I would be remiss if I didn't say, you know, some of these may sometimes be targeted to the big employers, but our smaller employers need some resources as well. And so we're certainly trying to develop those so that they have what they need um, and they can get in classrooms or they can get training for their employees so that they can continue to grow as well. Or those with a special niche like sewing, they get overlooked very easily because, well, there's just one company out there that needs this certain kind of thing. And boy, they they struggle a lot. They do. In fact, sewing is a great example. Yeah. We have a couple of facilities mm-hmm. here in town that, that need mm-hmm. sewers. And let's be honest, that is not something that a lot of people know how to do. Oddly, I do. Um, <laughs> it's something I enjoy doing in my spare time. But maybe when you retire, maybe you can. <laughs> there we go. But um, you don't think about when you look at a garment or a parachute, or many other products out there, how did it, it doesn't just show up on a shelf. Yeah. There are lots of different hands and um, methods to get it there. Right. And um, I've had the fortunate pleasure to work in the chamber industry for 22 plus years. And 22 years ago, we talked about the importance of trade And we're still talking about it today. And as we continue to see people transition out of their career, so as as people choose to retire or as we know the great retirement, we need to make sure that we capitalize on their knowledge, 
those that do know how to sew, those that do know how to weld or mm-hmm. other practices that that may be falling by the wayside. So I encourage employers on a day-to-day basis, take that knowledge from your senior employers, employees, and start finding a way to mentor those younger employees that are currently in employment with you so that that knowledge does not walk out the door the day that they retire. Um, I remember at Invent, there was an employee that has been there over 30 years. Wow. That's a lot of knowledge. Yes, it is. And that particular line only shuts down two days out of the year. Wow. So... You know, finding creative ways for younger employees to learn from those that have the knowledge is another thing I think is critical for our community. Yep. Well, I thank you very much for being here today. It's my pleasure. We learned a lot. I had fun. Thanks. Good, good, good.